Hello and welcome to another episode of the Compile Through Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. In this podcast, we talk about everything related to Apple platforms and Apple development. Let's get on with the show. All right, what is up, everybody? We have a bit of a bumper episode this week. Quite a few things to get through. So, first of all, if you did not catch the stream by Coco Type on Friday night, where he was doing an April 1st thing. Oh my gosh, you missed out. I will put a link in the show notes. You need to go and check it out. Coco Type, I hope you're doing good today, buddy. Uh, I think the lesson learned there was never let anyone submit bits to make you eat hot sauce. Go check out the stream. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, moving on. I also want to give a shout out to some other folks compile Swift live stream because... They have some suggestions here for this week's topic that I'm going to talk about. But first of all, I want to give a shout out to Sevens. Thank you so much. You were in the live stream. You said you listened to a whole bunch of these episodes. You must be a sucker for punishment, but I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. So shout out to you, buddy. And this one is for you. We're going to dedicate this to you and also to... The British Frog, who dropped by the stream and suggested a topic for this episode. And what is that topic going to be? Well, you will have to wait and find out for a couple of minutes, because I'm going to get into another subject first. So there's your teaser. So what have I been doing this week? Well, I have been doing a lot, and I mean a lot, of Swift UI this week. And it's really made me appreciate some of the good and the frustration, I guess, in many ways. And I think that a lot of the frustration, honestly just comes out of getting used to my brain being in a different space. The problem that we all have, right, I'm sure we all go through this, is when you're a professional developer, you use a whole bunch of different technologies more than likely every week, especially if you're working for a company or something like that, where you've got multiple apps of varying ages. So this week I have gone through, let's see here, JavaScript, React, React Native, uh, Objective-C, Swift, and Swift UI. So it has been a bumper crop. But it also made me appreciate how much I can do with SwiftUI very quickly because in a couple of days here on some side projects of my own, I have spun up some views that I think look pretty good. They certainly match the designs, which is, you know, a win right there by using modifiers and creating custom modifiers. And that is something I should probably talk about and do some videos on at some point. But it's made me appreciate how very quickly I can spin up views for either approval or suggested changes from the clients. That is an awesome thing. Yes, Swift UI has a lot of problems, but when it comes to getting things there quickly for people and developers to work with, for me, hey, it's the way to go. So that's that. All right. On that topic, British Frog came into the chat room on the compileswift.live and was talking about how the folks that they're working with, and we've all probably experienced this by now, you have UI kit and Swift UI, and basically that decision of which one do you go with and what do you do when you have existing projects that have one or the other. And I'm saying one or the other because I have also read recently on the tweet, tweet verse that some folks have been converting their Swift UI projects back to UI kit, which I find interesting. And what are my views on this? And what are my suggestions? I'm by no means an expert. I think that it's only through the experience that I've had and probably the rest of you have had that I can really speak to this. But here's my approach and here's what I do. 
if it's an existing app that probably uses UIKit, whether it is storyboard or code-based generated views, I leave it there until I feel it's necessary or the entire team agrees, let's move this over to Swift UI to make life convenient. Now, that for each and every one of us can mean different things, right? I'll give you a couple of examples here, right? Maybe you've got a really complicated storyboard that's giving you problems or something that you now need to add or change in some major way. That I think is a good reason to go back and consider Swift UI. But with that does come that question of, okay, what is the underlying view controller and business layer and everything else? What's that written in? Is it written in Swift or Objective-C? What's going on there? Because I think you would certainly have a lot easier time with it if it's Swift-based. But if it's Objective-C based, now you've got that other question of, well, is this the time for me to go in and convert Objective-C to Swift as well, right? Because that will certainly make life a lot easier with Swift UI. Now, again, your experience may vary. And if you've got no experience with that, the question is, do you want that headache? The other question there is, do you have the time to take on that headache? Now, we all know that there's never enough time given to, in air quotes here, engineering tasks that we want to undertake compared to either what users want or what product wants or a company needs to deliver one in a timeline, something like that. And certainly doing something like these conversions you want to put aside enough time to start and at least complete the parts that you want to work on because there's no half measure here, right? If you go half the way, then you're going to have a problem. I'll get into sort of some of the approaches that I think are a good way to do that here in a minute. Now, if you are looking at this the other way, though, and you are saying, okay, we're going to create a, we're starting a new project, a new app from scratch. Should you go UI? or sorry, UI kit or Swift UI, I think you have to look at the project and say, what, what does this project need, right? What, from a user interface standpoint, what kind of components, what kind of views are we going to need here? So are we going to be working with calendars? Make a list. Are we going to be working with maps? Are we going to be working with video, audio, whatever you anticipate, or hopefully you know by now, if you're at this design stage, this architecture stage. What is the app going to need? Because what you need to do then is take that list of requirements for the UI components and do a little research, do a little homework, look at it and go out and find out, do these components already exist in, in Swift UI? Am I going to have to build them? Can I build them? Or do the, is this just asking for a nightmare and I should go UI kit because of what I need. Now, the reason I say that is a couple of times it's hit me where I've gone to do something in Swift UI, realized that either the component isn't there yet from Apple or yes, I could build a custom one, but it's just not worth the level of engineering effort to do it. And I've realized that, oh, you know what? I should do this in Swift UI. Now that it's going to be very much on a per component basis, I think. And you've got to look at it that way. So take that into account. And then finally, there's this hybrid world that you can live in, right? You can take a Swift UI view 
into a UI kit app and vice versa, that is an option. That is an option that I think is a good one. And I've mentioned before how thankful I am that it's there for us to have that ability. And that gives you the best of both worlds with perhaps a little bit of pain in the middle. But maybe if 95% of your app can be built in Swift UI, but that 5% is some custom components you built for your company or some proprietary thing or whatever it may be, hey, you could still bring those in in a UI kit wrapper. So we'll think about that as well. And again, vice versa. You can bring in small parts of Swift UI build views into your UI kit based application. That's something else to think about. I said about this earlier, what's my approach? Well, that it really is my approach is to look at it on a per component, per view and per app basis. And if it's an existing app, I like to go the route of converting over time. I like to work with my team and say, okay, let's look at what makes sense. So let's break this down, right? Converting Objective-C to Swift at, say, the business, the model level, all of that underlying stuff, that is pretty straightforward to do at this point. You can go in there, you can do that. You've not touched the views at all. Now, if you do, that will then make converting your views over a lot easier down the road. And this is what I'm talking about when I say, how much time do you have to do this? How much time is product or a company timeline or release cycle or whatever it is? How much time is it going to give you? Do you have time to deal with the business layer first, get that up to speed, and then take advantage of that later on? Because the other way here is you build those Swift UI views and you incorporate those in and switch out the UI kit-based ones. But then, or, or if it's a, a Mac one, right, an app kit one, same, same thing. I'm saying UI kit, but it applies to both platforms here. But the problem you have, again, what is your underlying technology? What's the business layer written in? What's your models? How's, how's all this stuff? Is it Objective-C? If it is, well, you're really going to have to convert this to Swift to take advantage of the reason for switching to Swift UI to begin with. So my approach is to look at it that way. What can be done in the time we have? What makes the most sense to do now? And then come around in the next kind of engineering cycle and address next. So if I've got to switch out my business logic to, say, Swift, I'm going to do that first. And then next time when I come around, I'll think about converting over to Swift UI views. If my existing code base is written in Swift or predominantly Swift, I'll look at it and start picking the smaller, simpler views and say, okay, let's take those and build those in Swift UI and replace them that way. That's my approach. A big driving factor for me on this is if my views have a lot of very complex constraints. I mentioned this earlier, and this is something you'll heard me say this in other episodes. Constraints can be a nightmare when they start to go wrong or they get too complicated. We all know this, and it can just be a logistical nightmare. One of the advantages of Swift UI is there's, it's all there, but it's under the hood. You don't necessarily have to deal with it like you do using AppKit or UIKit. So if you need to add major functionality or rework or make any kind of serious changes to a view that is currently storyboard-based, code-based, whatever, but has a ton of constraints and you're looking at it going, oh boy, we got to figure out all these new, you know, change these constraints and add in this new functionality or make the changes to the view. 
maybe that is also something you want to think about saying, huh, can we switch this to Swift UI and save ourselves the trouble? Because this declarative approach that Swift UI has, I get it. There are some folks who just think it's terrible, but at the end of the day, it's not necessarily about sticking with one technology or poo-pooing the new thing because you like the old thing. It's about delivering products. And if switching to a different technology like Swift UI enables you to do that quicker, more efficiently, more robustly, and more reliably, that is something you have to think about, right? You, you can't just, okay, if you're an independent and you're like, no, nope, I'm going gonna to just stick with this, fine. That's no problem if you want to do that. But as we all know, with any technology, if you work in a group, if you work with a company, at some point, that technology becomes so old and so redundant, you are either going to have to face the fact you're going to have to change it and update and adapt, or it could be that you're going to be told to do it. Or maybe you have an engineering manager like myself who's going to say, okay, now's the time we need to switch to this new thing. So either way, you want to stay on top of this. You should at least be very aware of anything and this applies to any technology. This is my advice to anybody on any software platform or anything. Always be aware of those technologies around you and how that's going. Stay in touch. Read the news. It is so easy to just keep doing your thing and not pay attention to the world around you until the world catches up with you. And then you've suddenly got a lot of homework to do. So my counsel is... Stay up to date, at least, with what's going on around. If you have time, do some homework. Play with Swift UI if you haven't already. Take one of your existing apps, one of your existing views. See if you can build it in Swift UI and what pain it gives you while you have the opportunity to do so before you find yourself in a position where you have to do it. And so, uh, British Frog, I'm, I'm hoping this answers your questions. If it doesn't, please, hey, I'd love to see you drop by the stream again and let me know. I know there's a lot in there. I really feel there's a lot of conversation to be had here. So you can reach out to me at compileswift.com or you can go over to my personal website, peterweedham.com, you know, and of course, Compile Swift and all the social media platforms. Also, if you want to drop by the live stream, we are always talking about this stuff while we code up on the live stream. So go to compileswift.live and, and let's talk about this in real time. I really want to hear everybody's thoughts on this because... I'm sure we all have a different take on this and a different approach. And that's mine because I was asked to share it. There it is. Hope it helps you. With that, have a great one, folks. Greatly appreciate all of the, you that drop by the live stream and recommend topics like this for episodes for the podcast. And thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast and comes by and takes part in the stream. With that, have a great one. I'll see you in the next. Thanks.